2: Welcome to The Inspired Evolution. I'm your humble host, Amra Sandu, and you're tuning in to a conscious conversation designed to help you grow. Our mission here is simple it's for you to live your purpose, live your best life, live the life you love. This podcast is sponsored by Enthusiasm for Life, by Great Creation itself. Keep the good vibes flowing. For myself and yourself, do us a solid. Subscribe to the Inspired Evolution podcast on YouTube, the home of the Inspired Evolution podcast. Now sit back, relax, open your mind, open your heart to this conversation and stay inspired. Keep evolving. to the Inspired Evolution, and it is a, brothers and sisters, it is a brotherly treat to have with us here today, Mikey Lee. How are you, brother bear?
3: I'm so good, bro. The sun is shining. Your smile is <laughs> profound, and <laughs> uh, nice. it's it's a it's a beautiful day to be here. Thank you, brother. Thanks for having uh,
2: me. Such a pleasure to have you here. Keep me humble, bro. For those tuning in to Mikey for the first <laughs> time, um, he is a corporate-cum-spiritual-social entrepreneur. His organization, Beyond Success, is Dedicated to his personal mission. And honestly, guys, if you've been following the Inspire Division for a while, you know it works best when your values are aligned to your business's values. Your mission is aligned to your business's mission. It's basically your offering in life. And his offering is to support and transform the lives of CEOs and executives across the world. He wants to have the greatest impact on those that actually have the greatest level of influence. I can see this sort of stone being thrown in the pond and the ripples just sort of happening across the planet. Bro, it is such a pleasure to have you here today. Thank you so much for doing this with us.
3: Yeah. Pleasure. It's, uh, it's exciting to be here. And, um, you know, I feel like you and I have been having great chats for years now, so we might as well, we might as well film one of them. Hey,
2: (laughs) no pressure, no pressure, but, uh, we do have good chats. I think anyway, (laughs) now it's up to the audience to decide uh, how, how sane those chats really are. (laughs) Dude, how did you like, you've been through a lot. Your life is so many different colors and we could probably start at a number of different points right but let me start with let's start maybe somewhat rewind just the short term forward and then go back deeper um beyond success where did this like where did all of this come to you from like what was the point that went you know what beyond success and in order to define that maybe even defining what you mean by beyond success
3: yeah so for me my uh my story is 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 such that um I got to a point in my life where I had achieved everything by age 30. I'd had supercars. I'd bought property, an amazing wife, a loving family, traveling three months around the world, having a, having a great time. Um, To be honest, living, living a life that would have uh, potentially even humbled the Wolf of Wall Street, you know, it was, is in that realm. And, um, And, and it got to a point that while I had collected all of these things that perhaps would have defined me uh in a societal context as oh mikey lee is is a successful being Mm. all the trinkets all the trinkets yeah go on all the shiny all the shiny things hey Mm. and um, it was at this point in 2016 just after my 30th birthday that uh, i found myself at my absolute lowest point and so over the past five years, I've started to really explore what success really looks like—not success as defined by society, but success as defined by myself—and um, and coming to a place where, mm. um, ultimately, my desires for life are to live a life that is well beyond success as as defined by others, mm. and uh, and a life that is truly congruent with my own definition of success.
2: Mm. Mm. bro there's there's a little bit to unpack in there i feel like you know and uh, what i'm hearing is i i don't know if you've seen this but there's that um that jim carrey quote and he's he's online and he goes i wish and i pray for every single one of you to get to to become famous to have all the Mm -hmm. success that you figure out that it's not it you know (laughs) and then um Mm -hmm. yeah it's 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 quite profound hearing coming from someone like Jim Carrey, and it's also quite profound hearing it from, you know, someone such as yourself, like, like you said, before the age of 30, man, clicked off many experiences and many achievements that people, you know, would dream of collecting in their lifetime. Um, what do you think it was about, like, you in particular that was just really, like, was there something in particular that had, like, is it your drive, is it your ambition, like, is it your willingness to figure things out? What was it that had you so successful so early on?
3: Yeah, it's interesting when you say so successful early on. I'm immediately going, it's it's still there. That was not a successful experience of life. Yeah. That was a societal expectation uh, definition of success, right? And was that driving something? what stuff? Oh, sorry, what, going... what had me? Mm. So what had me get to that point was the way i was brought up the community i was brought up in the school that i went to the people that i surrounded myself with the way that my father was driven the way that my uncle is driven the 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 indoctrinations yeah. that had me believe that if i collect all of these fancy shiny things mm. and i include i include things think not just things we're not talking just about financial things we're talking about uh 3 degrees at melbourne university we're talking about all sorts of um you know all sorts of things that are that like i said would other people might define as successful mm. then i have made it you know mm. this idea of i've got there i've made it so it was it was such a multitude of factors that landed me in that place where i had to collect every single one of them before mm. i got to a point where i woke up with all of these things
4: mm.
3: and couldn't have been more miserable couldn't have been more disconnected uh, couldn't have been more unwell, um, t- to be honest, uh, got to a point where mm. suicidal thoughts and ideation were almost a daily experience for me, crippling anxiety, mm. um, and-, and it took this amount of pain and suffering to have mm. me withdraw from this myopic experience of life where I was driven just to create and collect and take and take and take until I couldn't take any more on every level mm. and uh, and go, all there's right, there's, there's got to be something else. There's got to be a better way. There's got to be a healthier way. There's got to be a happier experience. There's got to be more to life. There's got to be an expanded experience of life. Mm-hmm. And so coming back to your original question around what what is Beyond mm. Success about and how did Beyond Success come to be? Bro, It just came from my experience and it came from a desire and a mission and a drive to inspire others so that they wouldn't have that experience of life, so that they wouldn't have to suffer the way that I suffered, so that they wouldn't have to go through and down into the depths of suffering that I found myself within Mm. because they've actually been given an opportunity to explore life in an expanded context. Mm-hmm. and that's what it's really all about providing these people with uh with an opportunity to create an expanded experience of life
4: mm.
2: i love that and the uh yeah the the archetype of the the wounded healer is such a such a real one like i see it time and time again i see it present in my own story in my own journey you know like six years of you know, struggling with mental health stuff, and then you know, coming full circle when meditation is literally what reconstituted my life, and um, yeah, just offering that on to others became like not even like a like a desire; it became like a moral imperative. You know, to the point where people had like toe aches and like you know uh, dehydration issues, and I was like, "Have you tried meditation?" <laughs> just just like prescribing meditation to everything, but um, yeah, yeah, I totally, it works. It. it <laughs> it does right so yeah it's
3: uh I, that is that is where we began isn't uh, <laughs> you know, it was uh many many years ago mm. and uh yeah, we met and uh there's something about you that uh that i that i wanted and and it was a That's it was a centeredness cool. and a stillness and a peace that i certainly didn't have in that moment and mm. so humbly reached out and, and asked for your guidance um and we started with uh what was it? One minute meditations? So I can just <laughs> sit for one minute and we'll just sit still for one minute, take a few deep breaths. And, and here we are, you know, several years later and, um, it's still, still going strong with the meditation. So yeah, gracias uh... for the teaching. Brother Bear, it's yeah, such a blessing you, to
2: be by your side on this path, bro. An honor, an honor to support your work and feeling the ripples mm-hmm. of that work is is just truly humbling. So, bro, I wanted to, for those tuning in, like just before we dive out of the story, I just wanted to go a little bit deeper and touch on kind of the gooey bit in there. It's like, okay, so you've gotten everything and yet somehow like feeling that it's not enough, like and yeah, you mentioned the word disconnect, which I think is a really powerful, a really powerful uh, energy in there. When you start saying disconnect, um, but what was what was the realization that like I've got everything, and I'm have I'm still having like these like you said suicidal thoughts and potentially ideations, and like this is what's the rub? There is it like okay, there's gotta be a better way. And then what was it that kind of helped you? dig your way build yourself back up like i just want to know more about that pivot exactly
3: Built into that question that you had everything and it wasn't quite enough.
4: Mm.
3: Because this was the problem. Mm. It was never enough. Yeah. There was no amount of money. There was no amount of cars. There was no amount of love. Mm. There was no amount of fun. There was no amount of joy or celebration, parties, travel. There was no not no there was there was it was never enough. Mm. There was no there was no point. It's it's about chasing that dragon. Yeah. And ultimately you talked about connection and disconnection and and i've heard this many times and it stuck with me that the opposite of addiction is connection Mm. it's not sobriety Mm -hmm. now as i touched on earlier that my life was very much akin to the 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 wolf of wall street and Mm. um in in every in every context it's it's, um i don't have a better comparison uh to, to share and 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 in that it's, it is never enough. And so mm. I battled with my own addictions. And when I say addictions, there was alcohol, there was drugs, there was party, there was travel, there was buying things. I, I collected something like 50 suits and 70 or 80 pairs of, of shoes wanting to have a, a wardrobe that was like a uh, James Bond, you know, and, mm. and, but it didn't matter how many suits I had or how many parties I went to or how many Michelin star restaurants I went to, or, how many times I traveled around the world, it was never enough. And that's the way that addictions work. You're Mm -hmm. always chasing something, whether it's drugs, food, or whatever your addiction might be, you're always chasing more and you're never satisfied. Mm
4: -hmm.
3: So then upon finding myself at my absolute lowest ebb and, and not knowing Mm -hmm. where to go, a few magical people started to appear in my life and started to direct me in particular ways and those directions and those directives um they came in i mean back then i might have thought they were coincidence now i just look back and go of course Mm. you know the world was supporting me always to land in this place and uh and this is a beautiful thing to, to start to appreciate that the world has your back, you know mm-hmm. and and so through this journey people came to me in different ways and I found myself in men's well-being in men's health uh, circles, in men's circles and doing men's work. Mm-hmm. Um, that journey took me down a particular path that landed me in creating my own men's health uh, organization called the Island of men.
4: Mm-hmm.
3: so we run we run events for hundreds of men, beautiful transformational connected experiences. That's a charity that's um, that's still uh, happening, and uh, yeah, a big uh, a big hayaya to the brothers down in Melbourne that Ew. are, are still holding down the fort
4: mm. um,
3: to create to make those events possible. So you can check them out on Facebook,
4: mm-hmm.
3: um, and and then other people came into my life, and and they suggested plant medicines, and so I found myself trekking off to South America and exploring these medicines, and and continue to do so. And, uh, and then an NLP coach came into my life. And and so I went down that route. And then I went and explored Tony Robbins. And we obviously foundationally uh, at the start worked with you and, and did the meditation thing. I was in the yoga studio uh, up to seven days a week at times, yeah. practicing my yin yoga, learning to find stillness.
4: Mm.
3: And ultimately, it's, it's from this place coming into stillness where... Ultimately, the ultimate uh, peace and and freedom exists, a broader listening, uh, a deeper understanding of what truly matters, what truly is important. Because in stillness, I have the capacity to listen with all my senses. And then, of course, when I'm listening, all of the messages come and all I have to do is follow. And life becomes a whole lot more simple in every context of the word. And so no longer am I chasing anything, but rather just celebrating with the deepest gratitude as best as I possibly can, continuing as a practice to come back to gratitude for this present moment, for each opportunity, for each beautiful gift, for this that's sitting behind (laughs) me. I, I live in byron bay which is just the ultimate blessing to be honest i pinch myself every day thinking how did i end up here Mm -hmm. and i wouldn't have ended up here if not for this dark night of the soul for this path for this path that i've walked
0: Mm -hmm. and
3: for and with gratitude for each suffering now on reflection Mm -hmm. maybe not so much in the moment
2: yeah i get that i get that thank you so much for sharing that brother and yeah wow and so the uh the the launch pad from here having done this work on yourself being so inspired to evolve yourself and then from there you know um facilitating this transformation from such a dark night of the soul um to finding more meaning and in stillness in presence in gratitude um and you found yourself healing and whole, um, applying these tools.
3: Yeah, absolutely. It's, um, I have something in my mind going, Or oh, can I share the fullness of my current experience? Is it okay? Mm. Because it was always actually quite comfortable for me to share my pain. You know, as soon as I found myself in the circles of men or or women, you know, in d- different contexts, I always found it comfortable sharing the depth of my pain and my suffering. But when I'm asked to share the the the, joy. the expansion of my joy, you know, <laughs> the celebration, <laughs> the wonderment in each moment, mm. I almost find like a little bit of contraction. But I will anyway because you've asked you and and the the, the truth is that. I, I pinch myself um, time and time again in my current existence, in my current life, the way that life has continued to give to me and continues to give to me as I drop deeper into a life of service. And this is in service of my charity. The I don't even like calling it my charity. The charity I created that there are hundreds of people that have co-created with me. Mm. Um, in the Island of Men, my my service in Beyond Success in in the work that I do with executives, corporate CEOs um, around Australia. And and, and in turn, the the reflection that I get back, the deeper that I drop into service of others, the reflection piece is that this is the only way that I can truly be in service of myself. Mm. And this is my experience the more that I get to show up and give 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 and so on and so forth, I assure you, and I know that you know this piece well, because I feel like we've had this conversation many times. And it's one that I'll have with you a thousand times over, brother. We could talk about this on the daily and give and receive and give and receive. And this is for me how it works. And so, like I said, the more I show up and give, the more I am receiving, the more expanded my my life experience is. The more peaceful, the more free, the more connected, the more love, the more connection to spirits, the more connection to purpose, the more clarity in my own path, and as, as and so it is. It just continues to present, and so life becomes this joyous free expanded experience where i just get to journey through the wonderment of life open to every experience excited by every opportunity to share with another to share Mm -hmm. with a group and to inspire and in inspiring others so to inspire myself Mm -hmm. in each moment and it just keeps feeding the machine Mm
4: -hmm. Mm -hmm. and
3: this is how it works for me this is my experience (laughs) right now and and if i can continue on that thread and I've shared this a number of times recently my my core offering um, as an executive offering and also as a corporate offering is called redefine success Mm -hmm. and recently I've found myself in a place in life where I'm not super busy because I don't like the energy of busy my life is full Mm -hmm. but I wouldn't say I'm busy and so on each day I can wake up and make a number of choices. I can meditate. I can go to the beach. I can have a swim. I can watch the whales. I can go for a walk in the mountains. I can hang out with my beautiful partner. I can play cards. I can hang out with her son. I can hang out in my teepee. I can play music. I can do that basically whenever I want. And the thing that excites me the most, the thing that gives me the most juice in life, the thing that I want to do most each and every day is have an opportunity to be in service with one of my offerings. The Mm -hmm. day that I get to work, and I don't use that word, because it's actually my favorite thing to do. So why would I call it work? Mm -hmm. The thing that I get paid to do is the thing that I love to do the most. So for me, this is success redefined. Am I making as much money as I was making when I was doing $100 million of real estate deals and developing property and wearing three-piece suits and doing that whole thing. Excuse me, I feel a purge coming on. No. <laughs> um, <laughs> no, I'm not. Um, do I have any attachment to going back into any of those ways? Or do I have, I mean, it's, it's even beyond that. Absolutely not. To wake up each day and to choose what I wish to do and for the thing that I wish to do the most to be Mm. the thing that I get paid for, that is success redefined as far as I'm concerned.
4: Mm. And this
3: is the expanded experience of life that I wish to inspire onto others so that others can know that it's possible for you too.
4: Mm.
3: Everything that I've experienced is possible for every single person that is watching this, that is tuning in in this moment. And this this is my message to the world and this is the gift that I wish to share to those that stand before me, come and join me, uh, come and hang out and have a, to be honest, have a great time doing whatever it is that we're going to be doing while expanding in, um, in our experience of life mm-hmm. together.
2: I love that bro. And uh, yeah, it's uh, very much, <laughs> yeah, very much about purpose and living your purpose and, it's at the heart of what we do here at the inspired evolution as well. And it's, it's so beautiful just hearing you articulate all of that. So one of the things I want to tune into around there is the importance of no longer work, feeling like work because of what it does. And this is maybe just, just my bias, but what it does for your like your, your head you know, the way you show up with the world when work, no longer is work, when podcasting, coaching, speaking, conversations became my work, my work, (laughs) as you said, Mm -hmm. um, you just show up so differently. It just, it's, it's, it's a, it's a complete game changer knowing that or feeling that actually you can be received for the things that spark the most joy in you touch wood. Um, and that, you know, that's, you can just continue to pursue and follow your joy and I think in and around you helping people redefine their success obviously there's that element of helping people find their joy and when I maybe I've segued it too cleanly in that space but potentially like finding their joy how important is that for their mental health and how important is it for work to not feel like work and recalibrate success in order to have good mental
4: health
3: I mean it's ultimately everything most of us Spend more time at work than we spend with our wife, husband, partner, lovers, children, and friends Mm -hmm. combined. And so, why not choose to commit and to contribute that time to something that you love? And it can only be a frequency of fear that holds anyone back from believing that I can monetize the thing that I love the most or yeah. a thing that i love the most a passion an inspiration and i mean this is the medicine of the inspired evolution right it's it it is what it is you sharing your inspiration with others by bringing others to inspire others onto more inspiration right mm. into finding more inspiration in life and and so it's it's possible for all of us but it does take work on self i believe because it's ultimately it ultimately comes down to the the stuff that's underneath the hood mm. the subconscious the things that are holding us back that can be pretty deep
4: mm. you
3: know for a lot of us and it can take quite a lot of work in whatever your medicine is i've touched on a number of the things that i've done to clear a lot of the patterning to create the spaciousness within me to allow me to find my inspiration first and foremost. And, and in the beyond success redefine success model, we first actually define success because I don't think most people have actually ever sat down and defined what does a successful life look like to me. And, and so for me, this is borderline madness, right? <laughs> Not borderline. And, and, and it, is, it is madness. For <laughs> it is madness. And it sent me mad, right? It yeah. sent me dead set mad mm. to the point that I landed in the place that I landed mm. in. So I encourage everyone that's listening to this to take a moment, go into, drop into a meditation, drop into stillness. If you don't have a meditation practice. And just start to explore what does success look like to me? Mm. Because time and time again, I'm introduced to people and I've grown up in a very successful environment, an affluent environment where there was a lot of money around, right? And, and this was across my community. And so time and time again, I would be introduced to, this is my friend Rob. He's really successful. He's got hundreds of employees and multiple businesses, blah, 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 blah. And I and I would look at Rob. I would look at Rob and I would, I would feel like, didn't Rob just divorce and come out of hospital because he's got cancer? And doesn't have a great relationship with his kids. I know them. I'm pretty sure that there's. So, but Rob is successful, right? I'm not sure about that. Or uh, introduced to Frank, you know, and and, and Frank is, is, is rich. Yeah. Frank is rich, right? Yeah. But is he rich? Because yeah. he looks pretty depressed to me. Yeah. So what does richness actually look like?
4: Yeah.
3: What does true wealth look like? What does true success look like? So first we must define success and then we can start to create ideas of what we wish to move towards. And only from this place with the power of intention, firstly, by understanding what we truly desire, can we even start to fathom moving in that direction? Mm
4: -hmm.
3: And then we just take small steps. You don't go from here to here. We we'll take little steps along the way as we continue to drop into stillness and we continue to listen. The path will unfold. And ultimately, it can only lead you as we continue to listen to a place that is, I'm going to work now.
2: Mm-hmm. I love that. One of the things that comes up for me, bro, and I see this a lot in my coaching is the the resistance to asking the questions yeah like what does success look like for me you know and it's when you hear me say that even for the listener that's tuning in you heard Mikey say it just before it's like you hear the questions, like yeah or defining success is a good idea and you know I could sit down with a pen and a pad and I could write it down and some of you potentially think about it for a second, go, Oh yeah, this kind of got a vague idea. Some of you think about it and there's just a block and you don't really go there with yourself. Some of you will just go like, listen to it and move on. Yeah. Which, and I see this in my coaching time and time again, it's like, I ask the question, it's like, what does life lived? Well, what is it? What does that look going to look like for you? And for me, I had a transformative experience where I made a mate of mine basically buried me in the earth. <laughs> we went away on a, on a men's retreat and, uh, yeah, and he had me write my eulogy before i before he buried me. And I realized that there was so much left in me, and I was basically being reclaimed by the earth. And there was this really transformative experience. The question I've got for you, Mikey, is the resistance piece. Like we don't go there. Like we would rather spend a whole life neurotically chasing things, yeah, all the all the objects, all the experiences, all the the relationships, all the things rather than taking out maybe even half a day just to sit down with a pen and a pad and define success for ourselves what do you find with the people that you've worked with like what is what is the rub in that resistance why are we not willing to go there and spend lifetime sort of just chasing our own tail
3: i think for for most of us in a lot of ways, we're the product of our upbringing, we're the product Mm. of our environment. And I'm not saying that's completely parental. It's completely contextual. Mm. It's, I grew up in this environment. I went to this school. I had these influences. I watched these TV shows. I traveled to these places. I didn't travel to those places. I met these people. I didn't meet those people that Mm. ultimately define the hamster wheel that we find ourselves on. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. and and then we are on the hamster wheel and you know we're getting our little gratifications we're getting our validations mom and dad are going yeah you're doing really well at school that's great keep running keep running mm. all right then you go all right you come out and you go all right i'm gonna to go to university or i'm gonna to go to trade school and then someone goes hey you're really good at that keep going keep going and then maybe you're really really good at it so you keep running on the hamster wheel and you go hey i'm gonna start my own business and you go and then, and then everyone, everyone starts. You know, then then people are then making money. So lots of people are validating you, going, "Hey, you're really good at this. You're amazing. Wow, you're you're so good. How good are you? You got a hundred staff now. You're absolutely flying in life, and you you're still running on that hamster wheel, and you're running and running and running, and you're collecting all these things, and you've got all the things. You have got cars and assets and holidays and homes and a wife and kids, and you're running on the hamster wheel, and you're running and running you're running. And then you and then if you're lucky enough, in a moment in time, you get hit with a sledgehammer. And you go, and you go, I've been running for a really, really long time. Mm. And for what? Mm. And if you're really lucky, you get pushed off the hamster wheel before you get to that point.
4: Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. You
3: know, maybe you get pushed off in school. Mm. Maybe you get pushed off in university. Mm -hmm. Maybe you get pushed off in trade school. Maybe you get pushed off as you're starting a business. And it doesn't mean that starting a great business and, and creating great wealth and, and having lots of employees and lots of businesses, it doesn't mean that that's a bad thing. Mm-hmm. Like, that's amazing. I mean, ultimately, that's still part of my intention and part of my prayer to grow this thing beyond um, my present comprehension of what's possible.
4: Mm.
3: That's, that's absolutely there. But to do it in a, in a sense and on a path that is fully aligned with Mm -hmm. my own definition of success
4: Mm -hmm.
3: so you ask if i come back to the question why Mm -hmm. is it this way Mm -hmm. it feels like people are on a particular path and it's what they know Mm -hmm. and it's safe and any deviation from that path is into the unknown so i come back to my path it's what I know. It's what the world has validated me in. And so I continue to move in that direction and continue to receive those validations. And it's, it's what's comfortable. It's what's safe. And from my own experience, there is nothing more rewarding than diving deeply into the mystery, than diving deeply into the unknown, And in this space, in the unknown, in the void, in the, it's, I've been watching the matrix recently, actually. So unplugging from the matrix, Mm -hmm. right? I mean, if, if, for those that have seen, and I imagine most have the world in the matrix while plugged in where the girl with the red dress exists and all Mm -hmm. the shiny colors is a really beautiful, safe Easeful existence Mm -hmm. as we continue to walk the path on that hamster wheel, Mm
4: -hmm.
3: and when we unplug it and we find and we unplug ourselves from that matrix, Mm. and we find ourselves in a deeper resonance with what is actually true, it's it it can be a little bit more dark. you, Mm -hmm. You might find a little bit of of self that, in reflection, that you don't wish to see, but once we move through that the freedom on the other side is unimaginable. Mm -hmm. And in that freedom, the life of abundance, the life of peace, the expanded miracle that is each moment becomes available to you. Mm -hmm. And I trust that this might be triggering people that are watching it because I myself find myself triggered when I'm listening to something from someone that is not aligned with my current experience. And for me, the deepest medicine in this is the medicine of humility. And in that I say, if someone is living a life, if someone is experiencing something that is triggering you in a way, observe self in this moment and see what it is. Because more often than not, it will be, hey, brother, hey, sister. You have something that I desire. Can you show me your way? And this is the medicine of humility, and this is the way that we can actually find ourselves on that same path, learning from those wise ones that have walked before us. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, this is yeah. Um, this is the path.
2: I love it. And so in there, bro, the... Um, the the hamster wheel that we're all running on um, is the intention to try and catch people just before they burn out on running on the hamster wheel or just as they're falling off to not let them fall off too hard Um, or is the intention to be the sledgehammer or all the above, (laughs) whatever's necessary for each individual um, is like, what, what's the, what's the intentionality there in terms of not letting people burn out and helping them sort of, yeah, just not run too far in the wrong direction and not let them, keep running bring them back to stillness is that the intention behind this
3: all of the above right and and in all different contexts and in all different ways and so people come to me in in all different states um Mm. and and in and in all different contexts and and so they also come to me in a variety of ways whether they're coming to me as a, as a one-on-one mentorship client or they're coming to experience a retreat up here in Byron or they're bringing me in to run a, a workshop for a, a, a large group of, of executives or I'm going into a business where there are, I'm, I'm, I'm working with a, an organization on a corporate level where there are every everyone from the guy that, that cleans the office potentially right through to the executives and the CEOs and so, all these people are at a very different point in their life, mm-hmm. and so their ideas of success are going to be completely different, mm-hmm. even once redefined, right? So, so really, it doesn't matter where you are on that spectrum.
4: Mm-hmm.
3: Um, and and I and mm-hmm. I actually run a process called, uh, which is a, a ten scale spectrum from suicidal to unshakable,
4: mm-hmm. and
3: I ask people to explore where they are from negative five suicidal to zero neutral to completely unshakable in life and and of course the people that when when i've got a room of a hundred people in front of me you're going to have people all the way across that spectrum Mm
4: -hmm.
3: more often than not not at the absolute extremes Mm -hmm. but all the way across the spectrum and so in a sense they're going to be at different points on that hamster wheel but it doesn't really matter if they're 20 30 40 50 or 60 or 70 or 80 if they're ready to receive the medicine of beyond success if they're ready to call in a life that is expanded beyond their wildest dreams then bro i'm there
4: (laughs) you know what i mean
3: like i'm there in whatever way i can be To burn that hamster wheel to the ground so (laughs) that it doesn't exist to a point where they can't even remember the hamster wheel. Because I have to sit with you and you have to ask me questions and I have to go, oh, yeah, that's what it used to be like. Mm. Holy shit, that's weird. Mm. You know, that Mm. feels like, I mean, it feels beyond a lifetime ago.
4: Yeah.
2: A whole nother lifetime. I often wonder um, on this path if there are any, and maybe just alluding to the Matrix um, metaphors once again, if there are any ciphers out there. Um, and Cipher, if you're in the Matrix, is the guy that was kind of like the Judas character um, that sort of gave the Agent Smiths the code to, you know, be able to access um, mm-hmm. the Nebuchadnezzar. Sorry, this is getting super Matrix nerdy now. But- <laughs> <laughs> I,
3: just, I just watched that scene. But, yeah.
2: uh, <laughs> but um, apparently everything tastes like chicken.
4: <laughs> <laughs>
2: <laughs> um, yeah. But, yeah, that uh, I do wonder if there's ever, you know, like it going beyond success, if there's ever a call to sort of go, actually, you know what, um, it was just so much easier because you referred to like, you know, it's not – and I find this as well, it's, it's, you go from a world of complete order, you know, it's like, you know, following the hamster wheel, there's like, you know, each rung where it is on the wheel when you kind of just like pat, 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 and you know, you build momentum mm-hmm. on that wheel to all of a sudden, like you said, burning down the wheel, you know, and there's like, in that anarchy, there is this chaos Um, and, you know, feeling into that chaos. It's great, you know, and that, like it's obviously, well, one of my life's greatest honors to Yeah, to support people year long through that process because when people come to me they're kind of deciding on that transition or just about to go on the transition or something's not working. And then we do that for 12 months. And then at the other end of it they've kind of come through and that 12 months is super chaotic in their world yeah because it's like i can totally do this holy shit what have i done it's like you know it's like it's it's everything right and you're like it's okay just keep breathing uh-huh. keep going, you know, i got you and i can totally see the light at the end of the tunnel and just coaching people into like what you said just the next little step you know and it's totally doable um but that that chaos you know and i just often wonder like i personally haven't encountered anybody just yet that has kind of gone this was too chaotic i want to go back you know why why didn't i take the blue mm-hmm, pill mm-hmm. you know um mm-hmm. and i'm just tuning into i guess have you found any ciphers in your world have you found anybody that was like i wish i was uh i wish i took the blue pill
3: <laughs> <laughs> i'm working with uh with a dear brother at the moment um who uh has come and done he started working with me about six weeks ago and um and he is like, he is like riding the train. Like he is just like, he's just there. He's just like more, 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 let's go Mikey. Let's do it, let's do it, let's do it. And then it got to a point about three weeks in where he got real shaky, right? And he's like, oh shit, what have I done? What Mm. have I done? And, and, and it's this, it's this energy of wanting to go back to ignorant bliss.
4: Mm. Right. And in
3: this moment I shared with him a piece that came to me a few years ago. Mm. And it goes like this. I had Mm. a vision where I was maybe a couple of years or a few years into my journey to this journey. Mm -hmm. And and I had this vision and I was suffering, I was suffering for a number of years. You were there mm-hmm. for, for, a few, for for a lot of it actually. Mm-hmm. And so you certainly were a witness to it. And I was deep in the suffering for a number of years there. And, mm-hmm. and in a particular moment, I found myself with a dear brother, And I had this vision, I was doing a process, I had this vision of, I was walking down a corridor and on each side of the corridor, there was doors, 10, 10, 15, 20, 30, 40 doors on either side of the corridor. And on this path, I would continually open up these doors and I would open Mm -hmm. a door and behind that door, there'd be another 10 doors.
4: Mm -hmm.
3: And I'd be like, are you kidding me? Another 10 (laughs) doors? I've got to keep, all right. So then I'd open up those doors and behind Mm -hmm. those doors, there was a hundred more doors. And Mm -hmm. I continued to open up doors. And behind those doors, a thousand and a million and Mm -hmm. a billion. And it was just like so overwhelming that I was like, honestly, fuck this. And so I turned around. I turned around. I looked behind me. And there was a concrete wall. Mm -hmm. There was no way. I would literally, I was turning around and I would just scratch at that wall wanting to go back. Mm -hmm. And there was no way to go back. And so, therefore, all that I could do was continue to move forward, continue Mm -hmm. to move through. There was no other way. I was on this path and there was no other option. Mm -hmm.
4: Mm -hmm.
3: And I had a moment in the last, I'd say only within the last 12 months, where each one of those doors that I got the privilege to open became an opportunity. And behind some of those doors, was more pain, for sure. Mm. For Behind some of those doors, there might have even been a little bit more suffering. Mm. And I welcomed that because I knew and I now know the freedom mm. that resides on the other side of that door. Mm. And behind mm. the vast majority of those doors, easily 99 in 100,
4: mm.
3: is Rainbow's... And lollipops (laughs) and unicorns Unicorns. and sunshine (laughs) and (laughs) waterfalls and whales (laughs) and beaches (laughs) and beauty and Byron Bay's (laughs) Byron Bay's and Byron Byron Bay's and Byron babes and all of it you know and and it's and it's just worth it it's just worth it it's worthwhile continuing to open the doors. Until the doors become that opportunity, Mm -hmm. until the doors become a celebration, Mm -hmm. until the doors become the inspiration and the expansion. I
4: love that.
3: So I will keep opening those doors. Mm -hmm. And the beautiful thing about this desire to continually open these doors is that forever I will be able to continue to learn, forever I will continue to be able to grow. And for me, that is an opportunity to continue to journey into the wonderment of life in each and every moment presented by an infinite number of doors Mm -hmm. an infinite number of opportunities so i'll continue in this way and i'll continue to support others in opening their doors so that they can join me on this wild ride of life that is expanded beyond any possibility of your current dreaming Mm. I will continue to walk this path with brothers and sisters and legends like yourself right by my side cheering me on as I cheer you on and we continue to inspire others together and this is the Inspired Evolution, right?
2: I love it, bro. How important is connection to spirit? for me it's everything i know for you it's everything let's take to a say, moment <laughs> <else>? <laughs> let's, let's take a moment to sort of drop into it um because yeah i think we've talked a lot about the tools um yeah a lot about the tools but fundamentally even just you know with the grace which with which we're afforded to be able to look back at our mistakes and go mistakes. I don't need to go, can't call them mistakes now, can we? Uh, but look at those mm-hmm. challenges, which helped set us free, right? And go, oh yeah, they were perfectly engineered for, mm. you know, the breakdown to the breakthrough. Um, and almost even perfectly engineered to break down so much so that the realization of there's going to be something bigger than me that's able to sustain me through this and actually reconnecting us back into something that Something for both of us, I guess. touch Touchwood being spirit, um, mm-hmm. yeah. Engineering more and more spirit into people's life. How do you? How's that journey going, bro? <laughs> I don't even know if there's a question in there, but I think it's just an ode to spirit in there. It's <laughs> like I couldn't 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 do this conversation honor and justice without bringing that into the conversation. That's all. Yeah.
4: Mm. Bro. In
3: like a... Lakesh. <laughs> um, <laughs> How how to find the words hmm. <laughs> the, the sand and the beach. The, the, I guess pri- private in jokes are not great on. The podcast. <laughs> but we, we just will have a laugh on that one though. Right? It, it's connection to spirit is is everything. It is all that is. We are beings of pure spirit, and so therefore, what else is there? everything is spirit Mm. and without going too esoteric because i would like to bring this into a grounded context of sharing something of value connection to spirit and having ritual and bringing moments in each and every day where we sit In my context, I sit with my altar. Mm. Sitting with self so that you are your own altar is very, very welcome as well. Some Mm. people call it meditation. It can just be sitting in silence. It can be listening to some gentle music. Whatever it is, sitting in a reverent space where we are connected to all that is and at the epicenter of that connection to self connection to our own heart connection to our own dreams and our own intentions so that they may manifest through our connection to spirit because we trust that spirit is receiving our prayers Mm. and guiding us on our journey guiding us on our path so to trust in life in a way that is only allowing life to support you to Mm -hmm. support us on our journey this for me is the connection to spirit that i call in that i desire Mm -hmm. it's the spirit that i pray to it's the spirit that i make requests of and equally it's the spirit that i'm in service of and for me this is the way to do it this is certainly my experience to give to spirit and also to ask from spirits in equal ways. We call this living in Aini, Mm -hmm. living in sacred reciprocity with spirit, with Mama, Pachamamita, Mm
4: -hmm.
3: Madre Tijera, Gaia, our home, our earth, with this garden paradise that we call home, this Mm -hmm. garden paradise that we get to enjoy in each and every moment. So for me, this is the true connection to spirit. It's a connection to all that is. And it can look like sitting in stillness. It can also look like jumping in a river, jumping in the ocean, swimming under a waterfall. Whatever your medicine is, going out into the mountains, out into the snow, going for walks, connecting with each other, connecting with the ones that you love. And it comes down to, for me, holding and creating reverence space. And we call this ritual or ceremony, whatever that looks like, finding time in each and every day. And it can just be a moment. It can be three breaths. And, and then beyond that, it can be expanded experience of this, going out into nature for days and connecting to all that is and all that really matters as far as I'm concerned.
2: Mm. yeah i even find sometimes when and you'll love this because you've got little kittens now i <laughs> still mm-hmm. want to know what they're called but um <laughs> there's a i sometimes i feel like you know like i i literally feel like i'm a little kitten being hung out over a cliff and just like grabbed by the scruff of the neck and i'm just like wow like mm-hmm. life is really full on <laughs> right now like there is a lot going on but I always Mm -hmm. make it a point to sort of check back in and go whose hand is holding me, (laughs) you know, and it's like, it's Mm. always the hand of spirit, you know, even those challenges, those, those intensities, um, again, you know, those challenges to break down, to break through, you know, if you check in touch wood, um, I think there's a, there's a level of, and you know, you, you talked about grounding it in, I think there's a level of resilience. Um, there's a whole level of, yeah, even what you shared around, you know, and I love that, you know, like the opposite of addiction is connection. You know, um, there's so much connection. There's so much resilience that's afforded to you, um, through that. Yeah. Through that, through that space of just acknowledging, and coming home to spirit and coming back to the spirit of ourselves, you know, the natural inner perspective that we carry and what is fundamentally ours, not defined by others, you know, defined by our truest self that we can actually define, our own success to move beyond success which is gorgeous bro i love it i love it (laughs) ultimately the entire vision of this like i know there's a whole element and i'm just feeling into what's true for the inspired evolution being true for the beyond success like obviously yourself being on a journey evolving moving beyond your success and then ultimately there's a vision to support others on the path as well But sometimes I find myself contemplating what would it look like for the whole world inspired and evolved? What would it look like for you, brother, the whole world moving beyond success?
3: Give me a moment. (laughs) Mm, Take your time. All the beings, and I mean all the beings, Not just the people, all of the sentient beings of this world and beyond Mm -hmm. to live in sacred reciprocity with our earth, with Gaia, with our home, Mm -hmm. and beyond to live without fear, to live truly aligned with purpose, with vision in a deep surrendered state of trust, trusting self, trusting life, trusting each other, all cradled on a foundation of unconditional love, care, support, so that each being can feel seen, heard, safe, so that each being can walk a life of peace, free beyond imagination. So that each being from this place of unconditional love may be a reflection onto one another, whereby unconditional love is all there is, because it is constantly cycling. It is constantly reflecting, and it is, and so it is. And for me, this is a life beyond success, and this is an inspired evolution.
4: Uh Aho. Aho.
2: Oh, Brother Veth. Thank you so much for sharing yourself so abundantly, so openly, so vulnerably with us. I, uh, Yeah, the presence and the depth of presence you bring every time to share yourself so openly always is, um, yeah, it's always a blessing to behold. And, uh, you know, I can't just thank you for today and your time and energy sharing yourself today, but also it's a lifetimes of work that informs this conversation. So thank you so much for showing up, doing the work consistently. So we may have this rich conversation here today, bro, on behalf of, uh, myself, the slide evolution tribe, your tribe, our tribe, <laughs> wishing you all the best on your path forward, bro, big time. Um, yeah, for those that want to get in touch with yourself, what is the best way possible to hit up Mikey Lee?
3: You know, the truth is I'm still pretty underground, to be honest. Um, but it all seems all to be working
2: out comes, just fine.
3: <laughs> totally. It all comes from word yeah. of mouth. And um, yeah. and so really just um, anyone who'd like to have a chat, I make myself fully available, whatever that looks like. If you want to chat about men's health and, and if you're going through some stuff, I'm here to to support you and certainly point you in the right direction. So that would be through uh, Island of Men, and you can find Island of Men on um, Facebook, just search Island of Men. Um, if you'd like to have a chat about Beyond Success and, uh, and get in touch uh, with us for, uh, for any one of uh, of the number of programs that we run, whether that be one-on-one mentorships, um, beautiful retreats up here in Byron Bay, um, workshops, whether that be uh, executive or corporate, um, yeah, just hit me up on Facebook. It's Mikey Lee. Um, it's uh, it's a little image of me basically shirtless just just in a tree Um, having a great time um, so you can't miss it Uh, so that is um, that is beyond success hey so um, yeah feel free to reach out and um, I'd love to have a chat with you uh, on any of the levels
4: Mm,
2: beautiful thanks again brother Matt
3: thank you brother thank you for having me deeply honored deeply humbled to be part of the inspired evolution May the evolution continue to
2: inspire and the inspiration continue to evolve thank you so much for tuning into this amazing episode of the inspired evolution without you the inspired evolution tribe this podcast would not be what it is today thank you so much for your love and your support thank you so much for being so inspired to evolve it's truly inspiring If you haven't already done so please subscribe to the inspired evolution on youtube the home of the inspired evolutions video podcast we release inspiring conversations such as this every week along with guided meditations and empowering insights all designed to help you grow and evolve honestly your subscription on youtube to the channel helps us out a great deal